we need to learn about chicks. Yeah. <laughs> I assume you mean the 51% of our population known as women? Uh, no. We want chicks. Yeah. <laughs> In the words of the great feminist anthem, I am woman, hear me roar. <laughs> but it, I think she wants you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Beautiful upstate New York. This is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co host, Bruce Nightingale. Yep, and we're starting our new film series. This is episode 67, and we're starting with Rocky, the original. Yo, Adrian, how you doing? And he goes, Oh, actually, no, he, no, he doesn't. He doesn't do that in the movie. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> it would have been great. That would have been great during the boxing scenes. But we're not alone. <gasps> we're not. Uh, we have a guest. And I, I'd like to think that we are the podcast of champions. Our guest was a virtual unknown before he was on our podcast. And soon after appearing, he won the IFPA World Championship. And then after that, he won the Northwest Championship. And now he has just won the inaugural Heads Up Pinball Championship. Whoa, 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 whoa. W- w- did we have on Josh Sharp? Oh, yeah. Bop, bop, bop. I guess you can't <laughs> win them all. You can't win them all. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Raymond Davidson. Hello. Congratulations on your win. Another one. This is becoming a trend. And you keep winning machines. Yeah. Well, you know, it's those are the only two machines I've won, or the, the two I just got this year. So maybe I was due, you know? Apparently, uh, Tim Sexton's just, like, at machines all the time. Yeah, he's won a couple. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce, you're the only one who doesn't win anything. I mean, I'm a loser. I, I won one. Raymond's won two. Tim's won one. What's the deal? Two. Uh, uh, Tim's won two. And Steve Bowden, he's won one. I mean, what's the deal? Yeah. I suck, 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 yes, I suck, yes, you I do. really do suck. So what games do you got? It's, uh, you, you wanna, it's an Aerosmith, right? Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to give me. <laughs> oh, well, what does that mean? <laughs> um, I mean, that's, that's the prize. I get, to, I get an Aerosmith. For, yeah. Wow. The other one you won was Ghostbusters? Uh, the other one I want, yeah, I got a Ghostbusters. Do you still have the Ghostbusters? Yeah, it's, it's holding out hope. I, I'm going to wait for this last code revision to see if there's any, any possible, you know, something you can squeeze out of it. You know, something good. We'll see. This doesn't sound very positive here. Uh, (laughs) No, it does not. (laughs) It's funny. That means two out of the three games they had, you own. Yes, yeah. Well, what well, well, one you do now, the other one you yes. didn't, yeah. I might actually get into Aerosmith. I it, I just haven't really put much time into it, and I, I it kind of, I had nightmares after I, I saw Kiss, and then Aerosmith came out, and I was like, oh, it's just Kiss. Uh, and then I just never played it, and I just kind of hated it without even really giving it a shot. So maybe it's good. I don't know. 
It's Kiss Improved. Okay, yes. so it's better than Kiss. Kiss, Kiss 2.0. Yes. Okay. W- which much much better music. Sorry, Bruce. Eh, I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I like it when our guests ask us to come on. So Raymond actually messaged me before. I think it was Thursday night. Raymond's like, hey, do you want me to come on this weekend? And I'll talk about the IFPA championships. I'm going to be there. I'm like, perfect. Definitely. And I said, good luck. Yeah. And then, boom, all of a sudden, I'm watching. I'm like, that bastard's going to (laughs) win. Holy shit, though. This is so freaking cool. The first match was interesting, though. I don't know how to get 20 ghosts on Ghostbusters. Do you? (laughs) I own the game. I don't know any of the rules. So. Oh, he's like, two, both of you have owned the game. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so maybe we should do some more background here, people. What, yeah, what are you first, talking let's, about? Let's go, over, let's go over Raymond's whole trip. Well, first, let, what, the tournament itself is called the Heads Up Pinball Championship. It was being held at the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas, Nevada, in conjunction with the Big Buck Hunter Tournament. The idea is you have goals you have to do on a machine, but there's a that same machine next to you with another player, and you literally are head to head. You start at the exact same time, and whoever gets the goal first wins the game. Unique new format. Yes. Now, I, I didn't understand one thing. Who was picking the goals? Me. You couldn't really... Okay, you did. Well, the higher seed got to pick them, and I was... Numero uno. So I, I would all, well, you pick a goal, and then for the next game, your opponent picks a goal. And then if you go to a third game, then the higher seed gets to pick again. What I think it should be is just like a flip up card, like a monitor screen in the middle of the two machines. Yeah. And then it just gets chosen. So you both see it at the same time. You both have to make the strategy on the fly. And if you hit the start button first, you, you know, that would be the awesome way to do it. So Instead of, you know, the benefits of being the top seed are nothing. Nothing. Okay. It's all head, it's heads up. It's well. The it's, benefits of being the top seed is I don't have to play against Trent in the first round, right? So that's true. That is true. But I mean, heads up is truly heads up. It's like flipping a coin. You want to make it for TV or for excitement. That's the best way. It was interesting how it started slow, and then by the end, the matches were like thirty seconds long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which which caused a problem in the final game, which I didn't see. Actually, nobody saw. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Monica should not be allowed near any controls. Josh Sharp was joking how the the Monica plague infected the uh, the stream. It did. Yeah, the plague is the guy that knows how to run everything is in the final. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it's like the final game, and and literally we saw you as you won. Yes. So that was we saw you hitting the button feverishly <laughs> and literally you're hitting the button and then yeah and that was yeah <laughs> I mean you did he play track and field what happened <laughs> You didn't miss much of that game to be honest <laughs> So you almost didn't make it though Raymond Oh yeah there was I was probably not going to go until like Friday at lunchtime and then I was like huh I kind of I kind of talked myself into going. I was like, "That's pretty good odds." There's only like maybe six, eight people, you know, that I have to worry about. That's you know one in one in six chance with like you know fifty dollar entry fee to win five thousand dollars worth of value. You know, that's pretty good Vegas odds, right? 
It was. So and then you I, almost missed you almost missed your flight. Yeah, I got. Um, I I will do something I'll never do again, which was I I thought it'd be fun to just opt out of the little uh, microwave scanner thing because I wanted to just walk through the little metal detector. And I thought it'd be faster. Uh, no, don't opt out. They will pat you down, and it took like fifteen minutes of them touching every part of me that I could think of. And yeah, don't don't do that. Oh my. Yeah. Jeff Teolis requests that every single time going to the border. Really? He does. He loves it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I got out of that line. Well, first of all, the line was ridiculous, like to begin with. And then on top of that, you know, I had that extra thing. And then I got to the gate and it was like, you know, normally you're waiting for your group to get called and all that. There was no one at the gate. I thought I thought the plane had taken off. But uh, luckily... Oh. I just walked up and walked on and then sat down and took off. So walk us through, walk us through the wonderful heads up tournament. Uh, well, it was, uh, it was very stressful because you're, um, you, you don't have time to like fix your mistakes. Like if you, you know, miss something, it's not like, Oh, that's okay. I'll get it next time. It's like, no, I need, I I'm behind now because I missed that. I need to go twice as, good right like I, I it's the stress compounds very quickly um it's almost a relief when your opponent is like i did it and you're like oh okay oh thank god i'm done <laughs> next game like you know it's um it's very intense all right so let's let's go over we had three games we had aerosmith ghostbusters and star wars most fun i've ever had playing star wars by the way oh hear that bruce no, 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 because it wasn't the right way to play it. Oh. <laughs> it was challenges. Thank you, Raymond. Raymond actually supported my... my. <laughs> okay, so how many challenges were there per game? Four, and then a two-minute challenge, so I guess five. All right, so let's see if you can remember. What were the challenges for Ghostbusters? Um, Ghostbusters was get 20 ghosts, start a storage facility multiball, Get a super jackpot. What was the last one? Oh, start uh, complete two modes. That was that was the uh, yeah. All right, so that's Ghostbusters. Then we got Aerosmith. Aerosmith was um, start um, toy box multi ball with a. Uh, you'd have to specify the number of balls. So like start toy box with five, and then both players would have to get you know five. Um, that was yeah. Start toy box. Uh, start love in an elevator multi ball. Collect an extra ball. So that's, let's see, that's three. And then the fourth one was choose a shot on the play field and get an X, a multiplier, on that shot. Uh, specifically, whatever shot you said. So if you say the center ramp and the you let your multipliers and it falls into that lovely lock mechanism, uh, you, get, you get to try again. That was the best challenge. It oh, was. Yeah. That was sure. my favorite challenge out of all of them. Because if you screw yeah. up, it's like, shit. You gotta start all over again. <laughs> I don't have time for this crap. Come on, get going. So then we got, and I saw like people neck and neck, and then they get the X's, and the guy would hit the wrong one. Like, oh, shit. and then the other guy's trying to hit it, and he hits the wrong one, and he gotta start all over again. That was by far my favorite challenge. Then we have Star Wars. Yes, uh, uh. Star Wars. Yeah, so Star Wars, um, Tie Fighter Multi Ball, which at the beginning of the day was the longest challenge and at the end of the day was the shortest challenge just that just depends on you know who's who knows the tricks and whatnot um luckily i was 
I lost to Timballs the first time. Well, I won the match, but the first time we played Star Wars, he beat me on Tie Fighters because I didn't drain fast enough. I didn't. I didn't understand that draining equals winning in that scenario. But when he did it, you know, I learned for the finals against Carl, you know, how to how to do it. So I picked up little things along the way. I guess the Tie Fighters, you get skill shots that gives you plus five, and then you get the hurry up at certain numbers. And so draining, since it was on five ball, you could get those plus fives just by plunging, and it was way faster than hitting targets or whatever. Nobody um, wins when playing Star Wars. Nobody. Okay, <laughs> enough, Bruce. The next one was start a mode, a mo- a mode multi-ball. So you had to say which one. So, you know, Death Star, uh, Tatooine, or Hoth, or Endor, whatever the, the mo- mode multi-ball is. Um, I always chose Death Star just because I... To be honest, it's the only one I really knew how to beat. I know it's like Death Star, or R2-D2, Death Star, and then there's like four shots that you hit, and then you're done. And so like I, I was like, I can hit shots. So that was just a pure, like, who could hit the four shots faster kind of game. And then there was Escape from Boba Fett, which I had never known anything about prior to playing. Somebody chose it against me, and I just kept hitting I, white shots, and then eventually... I kept asking, like, am I done? Am I done? No, no, no. <laughs> Just kept going and going. And then finally I, I got it, and I was like, oh, wow. Oh, man. So that, that, one's, that one is a tough challenge, but so much fun. I would never have played that mode in the game otherwise, right? It's not something you do, really. But no. playing it head-to-head was so much fun. So, and they had, like, you could coach people. Yeah, which was weird. I felt like a like a Price is Right thing, where people were just shouting out, "Do this, do this, do this." That's <laughs> well, I think I think most of that was people who, you know, that there was a lot of new players who had just kind of showed up for this thing, and people were they felt bad because they you know literally didn't know there was a skill shot that said plus five Tie Fighters on the challenge that was get fifty Tie Fighters, so you you, <laughs> you can't help yourself, you know, from help because they changed the rules. Originally, it was like three ball. Yeah, and if you didn't get it, you'd restart. But yep. it became obvious at the beginning, especially since a lot of the players, at least in the earlier rounds, were people that just were there, like or stopped by for the big buck hunter thing, mm-hmm. and said like, "Oh, pinball tournament, I can, I'll try that," and they had no idea what they were doing, no clue. So <laughs> they would start, and and it's like, are they ever going to get the goal? And they just keep playing and playing and playing and playing, <laughs> like, oh, this this I, I've detected a problem with this format. yeah it was yeah that was interesting but then like i said by the end of it that challenge was faster than modica faster than the speed of modica yeah (laughs) so yeah i'd say the single biggest issue honestly was knowing what goal was selected yeah above everything else i noticed when you were refing you were actually holding your fingers up to to say under the camera like it's goal this yeah you were were the only one doing that (laughs) Tried to try to do that, yeah. Try to help people out. That was a frustrating thing. Be like, what are they going for? Yeah, there was there. There should have been like a little screen at least, or like yes. a text field. I asked Carl about. It. He just said he didn't have time, you know, with all the other stuff he had to do. He couldn't fit it in, and even if he did fit it in, someone would have to be constantly updating it. And then you know, you might get the wrong challenge at the wrong time. And I don't know. We had runners that would keep the broadcasters up to date, but yeah, that was definitely. Little kink issues. Yeah, I feel yeah, sorry for Carl be. having to deal with all that noise. 
Because oh you could gosh, hear the yeah. and, and the DJ or whatever they had <laughs> for the big Buck hunter. That's fire so fucking nice. <laughs> fucking fuck, fuck, fuck. It was just every other word. And Carl was like, uh, so am I supposed to bleep that? <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Yeah. I mean you could hear everything through the, the mics. It was Oh yeah. And the music, like, oh god. Oh, I forgot to mention the last Star Wars challenge was I think start hyperspace multiball, but I don't think I saw many people picking that one. I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know what to do on any of those. I realized that straight off, like, man, I would be totally screwed in any of these challenges. I mean, that's what I thought going in. I was like, I'm probably gonna get my butt whooped, but I you know, you just have to learn just just enough and then you know, you go from there. I will admit when you were playing Tim, I was rooting for Tim Balls because, you know, he's a member of the Slam crew, so mm-hmm. I, I, had, I had to root for Tim Balls. Well, it was close, man. He was close. He, 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 almost, he almost got you. I think at the Boba Fett, he had his last shot lit way longer than I had my last shot lit. He he had that juicy ramp on Star Wars waiting for him and just couldn't get get control. It also happened in Carl's match on Ghostbusters we both basically had our mode like one shot away, and uh, neither of us. Whenever I couldn't execute, it seemed like he also couldn't execute. So it was, it was pretty lucky in that sense. And you were like, you were in the losers bracket. Yeah, I got. Well, Carl sent me there. Yeah, he he did really well in Ghostbusters. And then you came back, and it was a situation you had to beat Carl twice. Yep. I believe you won four straight. It was two out of three. Yeah, it was so four, four and zero, which was which was nice. Winner, winner, and you, and you got to you got to shake Gary Stern's hand. That was so cool seeing him there. I almost I almost took a picture of him. He was playing Star Wars. It was so so great to see. It was it was really something. Be funnier if he was playing dialed in or something. Got a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him walking in in one of the I think the audience shots. Like, oh, there's Gary. He was there the whole time. What do you, what's the deal with the Aerosmith? So the do they, you work through a distributor? You actually get it directly from Stern? They're just going to deliver it to you? Do you have to pay shipping? Uh, I was always curious about that kind of stuff. Well, I don't really know because I haven't heard anything. Um, but if it's anything like the Denmark IFPA one, um, basically I had I poked Josh Sharp and then he told me he would work his side of things with Stern and then they'd send me an email and then I'd email them back and and then eventually the machine just shows up at my door. <laughs> Don't forget to send that to my uh, bar, Raymond. Send it to the <laughs> bar, <laughs> and we'll put a plaque. Yeah, and put it a plaque right on it. You know, donated from Raymond. <laughs> or you can get the actual Star Wars because you love Star Wars so much, and you could do one of the Papa things. Like this Star Wars was the one in the Raymond Davidson won the championship on in the inaugural <laughs> heads up so championship. That would have been by, even better. By, by spamming the TIE Fighter button slightly faster than his opponent. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure Bruce loves that, doesn't he? Jeff Teolis loves that. Yeah. No, you you and uh, Jeff yeah. should hook up, man. Yeah. We have. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> fucking farts. I actually kind of like the challenge of having to, like, one flipper and one hand on the button. Kind of like Terminator 2 Super Jackpot. I actually, I actually kind of like that aspect of it. I don't mm. like the physicalness of it and like how speed matters so much yeah it is it is interesting like i don't mind it even in star i like it in star trek i like it in other games hit it once in a while or if you even star trek you gotta hit it like four or five times if you have your torpedoes and you want to get to you know fast multi-ball but 
I don't want to go mashing a freaking button like rah, 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 and uh, as you said, speed does matter in this. I want to have control, and that's the problem. It's not a controllable thing. Wait, but you control? Yes. You never play in control. And you see how good I do? Yes, exactly. So this should be perfect for you. The more out of control, yeah. the better. No. No. All right, I tried. So what are you going to do? Uh, I wonder what it's going to be on Guardians of the Galaxy. What is the button going to do there? Maybe it'll mm. change your song. <laughs> yeah, you get to choose between um, all those, you know, whatever mix. Yeah, mixtape. Mix yeah, mixtape one or two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Are they going to get any of those songs? I hope so. I cool. hope so, because that's so a big too. part of the... I mean, they the got songs the for Mustang. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's they're either going to get the songs, or they're going to have just a generic, you know, space-sounding... Like, oh, like, no. Yeah. It'd be like NASCAR. <laughs> I can't drive 55. Oh. <laughs> then a Mustang, they actually have the song. Like, well, why couldn't you guys get it before? I don't hmm. get it. Yes, but we'll have ELO. If if we get songs, we'll probably have ELO on it. Was ELO in the uh, movie? It's in the second one, first song. I haven't seen the second one. You need to. It's not as good as the first one, but the second one. I actually like the second one maybe even better. Wow. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Thor, though, this weekend. Thor. So when's the Thor pinball game? It's called Avengers, and it sucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's right. He's in that, isn't he? You did it. <laughs> that game is so uh, so sad. It's it's just sad. It's not like bad. I mean, it's bad, but it's just it's sad bad. is the only word that comes to mind when I think of that game. Because it's such good potential. Actually, the the last code drop made it interesting. Yeah, but it's just such it's so linear and grindy and just oh. not exciting. And the shot the the shots aren't good. It's just. It's yeah. tight in some parts and not tight in other parts, and that's the really weird thing about it. It does feel good to nail that Black Widow ramp like five times in a row. You're oh. like, wow, how did I do that? Love that feeling. I will agree. That is the best feeling in that game. Anything else? <laughs> you got to play, and you got to do it like Papa does. You got to take the arms off a of Hulk so it doesn't get stuck. Yep. And you got to just bastardize it just to make it work right. That's the great. We <laughs> have to take away features of the game so it works right. Yes. <laughs> It's the truth. Before we move on, just congratulations again for the yes. the win and the inaugural. So you can always say you were the first champion. See, Ooh, that's true. So yeah. I always that's that's Mike. I always say I'm I'm the first Pinberg winner in the Papa Bell. I never heard that from you. I I, I've, I say that all the time. Because <laughs> oh, you want you want a B or C division, C, and they finish yeah, first. We finish first, and I won I won the first Fantastic tournament. See, I got that. I can say that too. Is that the Allentown one? Uh, it's the um the what New, New England Massachusetts. Oh. Lyman won it the second year, and I think what Eric Stone won it the third year. I think yes, yeah, yes. this year. Yep. I was surprised not to see uh like Eric Stone. I guess only Tim was the only East Coaster that really flew out right for the Vegas thing. I think so. And, I think so. And wasn't Trent there? Yeah, Trent's not well, really East Trent's Coast. Ohio. That's Ohio. He's, he's Ohio. He's, he's close. Ohio. Yeah. It's a pinball tournament. Of course, Trent's going to be there. Yes, you know. Wolverine! (laughs) No, he he retired that. He he wasn't in Wolverine mode. He'll come back. He'll come back? Okay. Always comes back. So, I think Stern dropped the 30-second video today. Yes, they did. Oh, on the AV Club? Yes, the the AV AV Club. Club. 
I, I kind of liked it. I, I liked it. Yeah. Just like the play field, the guy's drilling it. We'll show you the bottom of it. You see the magnets. It was a good tease. Good tease. Good tease. Very good tease. See Groot. Hopefully Stern markets it right. And with Zach behind it a little bit, maybe they'll actually bring it to more Comic-Con shows. Do we know who the designer is? It's Borg. Borg? Okay. Gotta be Borg. Just looking at the play. It looks like Metallica, too, from for the shots. It's Metallica, too. So oh, did they s- actually show, like, the play field? A little bit. They, they showed the raw play field. Yeah, but enough. We can see the double in lane and, and a lot the of the same lane. features. Yep. Okay, the, so Borg, Borg either does the whole, like, pop bumpers on the left thing, or he does the, like, just a open, like, Metallica, Iron Man kind of thing. Those yep. two. Yeah, that's the, his, the, the consensus is it's Metallica too. So now, well, I like Metallica one. Yeah, but the like you. like Aerosmith is a much better version of Kiss. Metallica is awesome. How are you going to improve on that? That's true. Like what? Who's Sparky hey, magnets. now? Magnets. Yeah, magnets. Yeah, it's, magnets got, in the middle. it's got magnets in the middle. That makes so Pinside no. is happy. There's magnets. No, I thought we were done with magnets in the middle, but no. they seem to be making making a comeback. No, no, no. Here's the funny thing. Let's let's make Star Wars with force, no, oh, with no magnets. Oh, no magnets. Let's make magnets. No lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. If there was ever a game that needed magnets, it would be Star uh, Wars. You have the force. Well, there is a magnet. You just have to get the premium model. The supercharger does not count. Yes. <laughs> the supercharger. It'd be, like, it'd be like saying a flipper solenoid is a, is a magnet. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. It's, like this game has magnets. Yeah, they, all the games have magnets. It's called an electromagnetic field. They all have it. Otherwise, the flippers wouldn't work. It's funny. I, I'm reading Pinside right now, and there's like it's got three rims. It's got two rims. People can't even decide. What was it? The AV Club or no? This week in pinball or something. It was like it allegedly has this and allegedly has this and rumored to have this and this and this. And there were like a whole bunch of oddly specific things. It was like, huh? I wonder. I know. Yeah, it's rumored to have three flippers. Rumored to have two ramps. Rumored to have a large Groot head. Yeah. And then rumored to have a Groot head that eats balls, you know. And then I like Stern's new logo. Didn't you like Stern's new logo? They had a new logo? It wasn't it. Well, no, it was it's their normal logo, but the background looked like it was something from the 80s. Oh, oh I think I've seen that somewhere before, actually. No, yes. It looks like yes. it's been stolen. Yeah, it's been stolen. No, it, well, I saw it in an IFPA thing. I know, but did you look at that? And then did you look at the what uh, flip, the flipping podcast posted? No, what did they uh-huh. post? And then you look right below it. They have the Stern Pinball logo, the the one that they showed on that video. <laughs> it looks like they stole it from TNA. That's what it is. <laughs> no, yes, that's where I've seen that. I've seen that. I have seen that checker background before, and it was in one of the IFPA videos. They did as like an intro. It's like from the '80s or like early '90s. Mm. And I wonder yeah, if that's. But... I'm wondering if that's a Zach thing. So yeah, I know maybe. I have seen that background before, in one of the IFPA videos. I am positive. I saw it when Flippin' Podcast posted that, and they posted the stern, and you get to see the coloring and all that. I was like, man. So Josh, if you Josh Sharp, if you actually listen, and sorry about that intro, we were only kidding. Um, if if that is something that you actually used, and and my memory is correct, um, please send us an email, yes. or something, because I I am almost positive I seen that as an intro to one of the IFPA videos. Now 
I could, of course, just go to YouTube and look at the IFPA videos, but that's too much work. That takes too long. Yeah. We're in the middle of a podcast here. Speaking of magnets, have you been liking Dialed In? Oh, yes. It is so good. Now, is is this where you is this your dialed in or are you playing it somewhere or Uh yeah, I actually I bought one from Tommy Floyd Nitro Amusements at the Vancouver show. He got it to me within like a couple weeks and it was it's it's amazing. I mean, the one I have has a little issue with the right flipper, but even with that, it's it plays really well and uh you have to turn up the flipper strength out of the box, which was weird. Yes. It was lower than the default. Yep. Yep, and yeah. even, even weirder if if you factory default when you factory default it and you look at the settings, a lot of the settings aren't at factory default. What? What I mean is when you get it from the like when I got mine, if you go into the menu, they use like a yeah. color coding system. So if it's yeah, whatever, yeah, the green, right? Yeah, the green. It's not actually the default. It's just green. Yeah, I think green is the default and red is not default. I right. had items that were in red. Yes, like, yeah, the flipper strength yeah, specifically like, yeah. was like. How yeah. is that possible? It's from the I, factory. They must have been testing it, and they because when I yep. got the game, there was a score of 500 on it, which was kind of funny. Um, so they must have they must do some testing, you know, before they they call it good. Although they obviously didn't even look at the flipper. Didn't alignment. look at the flipper alignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I saw the picture. For those wondering what we're talking about, uh, Raymond's flippers are not exactly aligned properly. Yeah, which very is weird. Weird. Do they have? I don't think they use alignment posts either. No. No, it's I looked the mechanism and I measured it. The the coil assembly, the like metal plate that it, you know, shoots into and the plate stops it. Um that the length was just shorter on one flipper than the other. So I I don't know, they're sending me a new mech. Aww. So at least I got a free flipper assembly out of the deal. Oh, that's that's called a coil stop by the way. Well, no, the coil stops the other side, right? Oh, the other side. Oh. Yes. He's talking about the 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 link and the uh Really? Yeah, the thing, the, the thing the link shoots into is just yes. stopping short. Huh. Yeah. That is so weird. It is weird. That is weird. Yeah. Although maybe I'll check the coil stop, too. Maybe the coil stop is too close, which is pushing it, mm. you know? Yeah. And if you have any trapdoor issues, just watch our video. Ah, yes. I, I haven't, luckily. I had to up all the flipper strengths, and I had to up the um, the kicker. The actual the launcher. Oh. Because when it because I have it jacked all the way up because well right. just because so what was happening is when it would fire, it's supposed to fire it and it's supposed to come all the way around like the orbit and come up the ramp. Yeah. And go to you. Mine wasn't didn't have it. It was making it but barely. Oh yeah. Well, I I the um what is the actual answer to the theater? Is it supposed to shadow sanctum backwards yes. or is that just a setting yes. that you can? Yes. It is. It is. Okay, because I, I got mine to do that, and yep. it, it, I love it. It's great. I just don't want to feel like I'm cheating or anything. No, it's, it depends on the mode. When you collect a um, one of the drone awards, it, I notice it sends it back, which is really helpful because before I never ever wanted to light drones because it would make the center shot just hose you. But now it's like, oh, I can actually get my mystery award, and then it sends it up to your upper flipper. Yeah. Like yeah. some of the modes, like the one with the um, all the magnets and the, eruption, yeah, the, EMP. The, with the yeah EMP, that just it just lets it go because it wants it to come down the middle drain. and screw with you. Yes, yeah. The classic drain is you hit the theater and then it comes down and hits off the moving dude to the right, and he just kind of pushes it right into the right out lane for you. Just kind of delivers it to you. 
We're just letting you know all these things, Bruce, so when you get yours. I'm not getting mine. Uh, oh, no. Come on, someday. You'll get yeah, a maybe. one. Do you know, um, did yours come with, mine came with Cliffy's already installed, but I remember you saying you had to buy Cliffy's. Is that like a LE versus standard no, thing? Or? No, it's not. They don't come, like, they're putting protectors on from the factory now. Right. So mine mine came with the um, SIM protector. Uh-huh. So does yours have the phone protector too? Yes. Yeah. So they're coming, because they designed the SIM one first, so then they were shipping them out with the SIM protector. Now, newer ones, they got the SIM protector and the phone protector. The, the oh, issue okay. is, there's, those aren't Cliffies. They're the ones that Jersey Jack makes. Uh-huh. The problem is, they're, they seem to be a little bit thicker. Uh-huh. So I got the Cliffies because they're a little bit thinner. Right, to make the shot less. Yeah, less and if you install it, right, like I don't have kick, I don't have bounce outs on my phone. I don't have SIM bounce outs, even though it's still hard as hell to hit that stupid SIM shot. I noticed mine was easier to hit once I turned up the flipper strength on the upper flipper, which is completely counterintuitive to what I thought it would be. But I think just providing that consistency of the upper flipper helped. But yeah, yeah it definitely. Yeah. So you're, you're digging the dial in. I'm digging the dial in. It is. It's my favorite game in the last ten years. Like. I don't think I'd ever say that about a game. Like it's so good. I'll say, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to, trying to tell my father this. It's like, because he complains the games are too complicated and all this stuff, and I'll never get it. It's like, if there was a game in the last ten years that tells you explicitly what to do at every point, it is this game. Yeah. This game literally tells you, you hit the phone, it's not charged. You need to hit this guy. Oh, okay. You charge the phone. You hit the phone. The modes each have a character that tells you what to do, and it tells you what to shoot on the phone. Yeah. And the inserts flash a certain way for the modes that so you know which one you're supposed to hit. And what I like is the uh, mode shots are the same. So as you start playing the modes, you start learning like in advance. I don't like games that have modes where it seems like random you know, shots or like everything's lit or it moves around kind of sporadically. Like on dialed in, it's like when I start whirlwind, I know I want to do that sweet four way combo and it's so satisfying. And I love it. I mean, it's, it's so Lawler. It really, with the, yeah. each mode has a goofy character. I love the alien guy, the redneck. Cause of course <laughs> it's going to be a redneck who, you know, is kidnapped by aliens. And you know, <laughs> I love the general general. Oh, he loves the general. He loves the general. <laughs> You got the general, you got the pizza delivery guy, you got the uh, soccer mom, you got the, um, I guess, the stone, the, the stoner, which of course the girl. is the, the, the acid rain. And the dating oh, yeah. girl. Oh, oh yeah, you got the, the trailer park girl with the, of course, the, you know, I think it's the tornado. Yeah, because of course it's the trailer park. Yeah. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's goofy, it's funny. I, I, am, I am a big fan. It just and it shoots so well and yes it does um, and I finally figured out after I upped the flipper strength I had posted on tilt forums I was very confused that when you light lock it makes the left ramp uh, divert and it stops making the left ramp actually go to your left flipper it like stops with the engineer person right and I guess it's because if the flipper is strong enough most of the time you shoot that and it actually diverts and it bounces off of the rubber on the upper play field and exits up top where the uh, kicker is by the theater. Yep. And so it, then it kicks it to your upper flipper. So the idea is it's actually supposed to be helping you like, Oh, I shoot the left ramp and now it's at my upper flipper and I can lock the ball. It only works maybe like 50% of the time, 
but it, it's kind of neat. I never thought about that. I, I would say the only thing that is not intuitive of in the entire game is the canceling the multiball. Oh, yeah, it's kind of secret. It's like an Easter yeah, egg. Yeah, it's a secret, yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. know that then, existed until Tim's telling me, you know, hit ball flippers yeah. are crazy. What's also um, secret is how mode scoring works in general because you get most of your mode points when it's done. Like, whether you finish it or not, even if you drain, you'll get a ton of points. Like, you're getting more than just what the shots are saying. You're getting that, and then it's also kind of working towards when the mode's over, it gives you, like, a, a summary, which is then multiplied by your SIM card. Yeah, the SIM card. Freaking SIM card. Oh, my God. Why Why is the default setting to reset them? Yeah. I, yeah. Oh. oh, okay. So, okay, we have the IFPA World Champion saying that that's a little unfair. Okay, I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> I mean, I like the challenge, but it is so frustrating. It just you, you it makes it. It makes it so if you don't collect the SIM cards, you don't score shit. Yeah. I basically, because the whole and and Tim was right, and and go to Tim Ball's YouTube channel and watch his dialed-in tutorial. He says in priority, it's SIM cards first, mode second, like multi-ball, like a distant third. Well, if you have a SIM card lit, I'll, I'll oftentimes start multi-ball if it's. Lit. Oh yeah, and Just, and, and yeah. hope it falls in. Hope I yeah. see the animation while I'm in multi-ball. Like, oh, thank God, yeah. I fell in the hole. When when I'm in multi-ball, all I'm doing is just shooting like centered hoping to get a ricochet, ricochet from one of those targets yeah. into the, into the sim so card. did you change your setting for the sim card no no i, okay. I can't I, I i don't like changing things off of factory i i respect it it, it just it, it it has issues in match play settings when you can get beat by a random person flailing who gets the lucky bounce in or a big bang hit and you're like you know deliberately making all these shots and then you can't get the SIM card because it's impossible to hit, and then you drain, and now you lose. Like, it's a great, um, like, unlimited qualifying game or a great home game. I don't know. I'd probably be frustrated if I had to play it in Pinburg or something where, you know, they're going to have it set up super hard, and it's going to be super, you know, unforgiving. See, for, for me, I'd like that. It's really? like, now I have more of a chance to beat Raymond. <laughs> I could just flail and have it bounce in the hole like, yes! It's like you, you missed like every shot and it just fell in the hole. This isn't fair. Like, yep. <laughs> but, uh, okay, enough with the, the dialed-in uh, love society here. It is. I know. The dialed, is, the dialed-in is great. That actually was part of the reason I wanted to be on the podcast was just to say how good dial, dialed-in is because I know you, you guys like it and I just oh, – it's so good. The only it thing is, is where is everyone getting 146 from? Everyone has the new code but me. What's going on? Oh, I don't have. I don't have. Everyone but me and Raymond has the new code. <laughs> I'm scared to upgrade to new code because the game's so good already. I don't want to. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't look like they screw up anything, and they add more animations. I've noticed. Okay. Cool. Either that, or I just wasn't noticing them. Like volcano, a whole volcano blows up. I don't remember seeing that, but that okay. might be on the display. But I don't usually look up that far. I mean, I look at the phone. Right. I don't really look at the screen. Which is kind of sad if you're actually, if you're playing someone else and you look at the screen, you can see all the cool stuff they did. That you really right. don't get to see when you're playing. It's, it's kind of a shame in a way. It's like, man, there's a lot of cool stuff I'm not seeing. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they could have rectified that by having some mode, modes like the final shot being a shot that can stop the ball. Like maybe lock the ball on the side ramp or 
pause in the theater or have the phone end some modes and then you could like look up and see like a thing that's that's another thing that the game could improve on is it only shows your like mode totals briefly and it's kind of you know the display like you said you can't look at it very very much yeah at least they could do like for the what are the wizard modes again the armageddon and showdown do something where you hit the shot and then th- the game goes dark and then the display just does whatever like oh yeah prepare for armageddon or something yep well anyway uh bruce is probably falling asleep over there no i'm actually uh looking at a picture somebody for halloween dressed up like the qed guy <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going with the Jersey Jack, you know, dialed in thing. So if we do like our photo contest, I would be the woman. Yeah, you'd be the woman next to the to the QED guy. Of course, because I am the woman. I know. Batman sixty six code point eight zero. Has anyone played point eight zero? Uh, Ben Crane did because he owns the game. And I, he said it. He said it, it. It expands a little bit on the villains. Do the modes do anything? The modes do more now. Now you actually want to build up your multipliers even more, and not just well, go for finishing I meant them. The, there's like a mode where you could select something, and it just no, not yet. Not the little guys yet. Not okay. the not the mini villains yet, but the the mini villains. Yes, the <laughs> uh, side villains like uh, King Tut and uh, Shane and a couple of the other guys. All right. Mr. Freeze probably is a mini-villain. Yes, he is. It's definitely a little better. People are seeing, like, you can see where they're headed towards 1.0. And they said that they're going to have another drop before Thanksgiving and another drop before Christmas. So At, at least, least they're two. honest, you know. They don't have 1.0 when they know it's not done. At least they're, you know, I got that going for them. Well, as they said in the past, they, they said they they tried so many different things and they just threw it out. They said it didn't work. Yep. And I think that's, that's been the again. main delay because George yeah. Gomez and Lyman are working on it. And they said right during the uh, at Expo during their seminar that they, they've tried. They've had a couple of different things they tried that just didn't work. And they had to scrap entirely and start again. Well, that's good. I mean, that they, you know, they didn't just ship with something that wasn't very fun. Yeah, I agree. And that's not Lyman, you know that. So Lyman would yeah. never let that happen. Yeah, so that that gives me hope then that they're actually, you know, better better to have a non-rushed quality product, I suppose. Even if it's been over a year and we're still on beta code. Just yeah, it's, saying it's, if I was an catch 22, owner yeah, who paid $15,000 <laughs> for the super duper Ellie, I'd be kind of annoyed. Yeah, I mean, ideally they should have just waited to even release the game, but I guess, what are you going to do? They didn't know. It takes so long. Yep, and they got their money. <laughs> yeah. People paid for the game, so hopefully Stern will make it good eventually. Yeah, well, it could be you know, a big collectible. You know, It could be the next Walking Dead or whatever, where everyone's like, be. oh my god, the game's so good. It could also next be the next Magic Girl. No, yeah. no, look, at least the magnets all work in there. You're right, this you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> It'd be the next Wheel of Fortune. It'd be the next Wheel uh, of Fortune. Hey, Wheel of Fortune's playable, too. Come on. But no, because only a couple people have 6.0, not 5.0. Did you hear about that this past week? No. No. Ah. Kiefer actually said 
that probably six or seven people in the world have 6.0 out there. Ooh. And, but he doesn't. That's the funny thing. So there's six or five, five or six machines out there that actually have 6.0 code. Huh. And now people are going, oh my god, I want to have this code. And Which means what? What does it give you? It's like a, a bigger... He, did, he can't remember all the rules, but he said there were some major tweaks to it that actually made it a lot better. Well, I know I've played ones that have, like, mode finishing bonuses, and, like, you can add a ball during multi-ball, and, and the, you know, trip puzzle is always two in competition mode. Um, I don't know if those are the five variants, but... Maybe. You might, you might have played from five to six. You might have had been playing six, because they said it was for a tournament at one time. Hmm. And it wasn't released yet to the public, and then he got let go. Is it at Papa? No. Oh, really? They're the ones that usually have all that stuff. It was a tournament on the maybe, West Coast. Maybe so. it was Todd. Maybe it was Todd McCulloch's uh, Wheel of Fortune because they had Ifpa Nine at his house. Maybe that would actually make sense. Yeah, that, yeah. Would, that would make sense. That would make sense. So people are like jonesing for this, and no one said that they found anything. So, huh? Although that would have been that that tournament at his house would have been long after Keith Johnson was gone. From Stern. Six years, but yeah. Long after. Yeah, that was long yeah, after. True. True. So, yeah. We'll see, but uh, the Australian guys, uh, the head-to-head pinball guys, they actually... Ryan Say? Ryan Say. Ryan Say and Martin. They actually uh, stream, and when they stream, they usually stream either Sunday nights, which for us is Sunday morning, or Wednesday nights, which is Wednesday morning for me at four o'clock in the morning. So I'm usually up at four o'clock in the morning. So I'm watching streaming of the Australians. Yes, it is sick. I am a sick bastard. You are sick. But they had Star Wars color DMD, a Star Trek color DMD. <laughs> it's not Star Wars, duh. but a Star Trek color DMD. And I actually got to see a lot of it. And I, I really would like to get the color DMD for this. So yeah, I bet to... that I bet that would be a, a good one to have. My my favorite color DMD I think of all time is still uh, Metallica. I yes, think that's I agree. Best. And Lord of the Rings is really good too. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I guess, uh, yeah, that one definitely. <laughs> so Bruce, you're saying whoever buys my Star Trek should put a color DMD in it? Well, I was, that's where I was headed for. Yeah, <laughs> I was headed towards that. Any? Did you put it up for sale yet? Not yet, but it, it'll be soon. Okay. Buy Ron's Star Trek. And everyone out there, find me a cheetah so I can buy it. I'm the one who wants the cheetah. And then uh, Bruce. Is really cheetah. that hard to come by? Yes. Oh, yes. Holy Lately, crap, they are. I mean, <laughs> and then the people who have them will not let them go at all, which should tell you something about the game. They just do not want to let it go. Well, Raymond knows about the game. He had to beat my score on it. I did. Yeah, it's classics. Oh, you got the. Yeah, that's um, right. You, I you was were, like you, already qualified pretty high, and like I had extra tickets, and I was like, "Oh, cheat is fun." And like apparently, like Elwin even gave me props. He's like, "How did you do anything on that cheetah?" And like I don't know, I just had one of those games where everything was bouncing right, and it felt super easy to me. Like, but then of course I played it later, like in finals or something, and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it's this not, is what you're yeah. supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- the thing is, it had the um, unlimited collect on the side. Right. That's right. the problem. Which is what yeah. I'm I'm used to playing it that way because that's how it was on location when when we had it. 
that's the incorrect ROM. You need the correct <laughs> ROM. You need the Scott ROM to fix that issue. Yes. The, the tournament ROM, it makes it just a single collect. <sighs> But it's so much fun. You got you know you build up your five X and then your hundred K and you just get supers all day. Just no the rewards. No, <laughs> you collect it once. <laughs> oh, just oh, I'm never gonna find a cheetah. Although I didn't think we I'd ever will. get a, I didn't think I'd ever get a dragon fist. So and there's one sitting downstairs. So you got the fist. I got the got yeah. We got the <laughs> fist. <laughs> oh man, that I overpay for that thing. Jesus oh, you Christ. loved it. Oh, cabinet full. There's only apart. two. There's only two people to know how much you paid. No, oh, three people. Well, so that, I'm one. That was the mystery game you talked about like a month ago, right? Yes, yep. it was. That was the mystery game. Check out the we stream. We actually streamed it. The slam stream. You can see it in action. So and my streams out there. What? What's your stream? You said the slam stream. Yeah, the slam tilt stream. As opposed to the sl- tilt stream. Exactly. Ah. Oh. You keep on doing that. I'm going to bust your balls about every time. The Slam Tilt stream, yes. There you go. See? Which I've made some <laughs> adjustments to our YouTube channel. Uh-oh. Well, on our podcast, I have the maturity warning. Yes, first we are that, not. The mature, yeah, that's, I said that <laughs> wrong. The, the mature <laughs> warning, and I have it on the Twitch stream. Yeah. But I, I the YouTube, it's per video. Okay. So I didn't have it on any of the video, any of our podcast videos. Okay. So I added that. What's the numbers up to on that? I didn't look. Usually we get like twenty I'm hits. I'm gonna look right now. I need to laugh. We get like twenty hits to our one, our, our podcast on YouTube. It's it is way uh, the the work to uh, results ratio on that is very well, on YouTube, poor. YouTube, you have to you have to pay for their subscription if you want to watch or a YouTube video in the background on your phone. So yeah. I... I kind of expect that, right? Because you can't listen to it in the car or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Our highest one is 51 views on Tim's balls. So that's what you're gunning for, Raymond. You got to beat 51 on Tim. Ooh. Oh, you mean okay? The podcast itself. Yes. How much did the uh, the bunghole crane info (laughs) one? That wasn't up. That was up there. Numbers. I remember our numbers on that one. We we did very well on that one. That was pre uh, the pre YouTube. Okay. We did very well. Yes, it's it's hard to match the bunghole crane. <laughs> no one can, you know, that's very hard. Let's see, Dragon Fist, the actual stream got a whopping 54 views. Come on, people. It's the best video of Dragon Fist in existence as far as gameplay. Yep. The uh, Stargazer, though, is 121 views. Must be all Pinsiders. <laughs> God, Maybe. they love that game. Everyone loves Stargazer got cool spinner rule where you can lock in a value and then you can hose yourself by accidentally. Oh, yes. We got to bring that back. Yeah. You don't want to complete it rule. Yeah. Well, there was a couple games that had that where you'd want like two, like I think Fathom or not Fathom, uh, Sea Witch had a similar thing. You have to like wait a second. Before you complete the targets. Yep. Yep. You you see, see a, see a pattern here. Stern. Yes. Old Stern. Innovation. Back when they were innovative. What was that Stern, Sternorama thing? Did you end up going to that? Yeah, well, I, did go to that. I went to that. But you're a podcast listener, so you know the whole story. Uh, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, I don't know, have you ever been to the expo? No. Last year, they had the whole like super duper 30 anniversary thing or 30 right. years of Stern, which was like in this other location with loud music and everyone was drunk and... 
and Ed Robertson played at the end, which I didn't make it to because it was getting too too many drunk people yeah. at that point. You wouldn't have liked the uh, big buck hunter crowd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then you had the year before that, it would just be called like an evening with Stern Pinball. Uh-huh. Where they would just take up the one, uh, it's actually the seminar room, and they would just bring a bunch of games in there, have free beer, music, like a DJ. Yeah, um, They'd have like designers there, you can get autographs, and, and that was it. And Jack Danger would host it. And that's what they did this year, the exact same thing. They just called it something different. Oh, okay. <laughs> and had you know a couple more games than they usually have. Huh. Other than that, it was the same thing. They even had uh, the Josh Sharp usually runs a tournament, so instead of the usual tournament, they ran a heads up tournament, kind of testing out the format. Oh. And I believe like Escher won everything. Wow, yeah, that good. Uh, yeah, kid's really yeah. good. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was. Uh, it's funny we had them on the podcast, and I I never talked to either of them while I was there. They were always in the oh. tournament area, and Adam always had his headphones on and was, like, in some kind of zone. I didn't want to, like, disturb him. Oh, yeah. The Adam, the Adam zone. Yeah, the Adam yes. zone. Which, according to him, he's actually not listening to anything half the time. Yeah, half the time he's not. Yeah, he, he, he just has his white noise going just to try to silence whatever. I know, so you don't do that. No, man, I like the, the sound of the games and the atmosphere. I actually like distractions. It keeps me, you know... Alive and like going. I don't know. I'm in total agreement. I like when I'm at Rock Fantasy and the metal music is playing and it's playing some old some old game in a competitive match and match play. I love it. Nothing better. Yeah, like I think it's fun when you can you can hear people say something and you're like, oh, hey, they're talking about me. Like, <laughs> like, like um, when I was doing the stern the ifpa championships i was on the tron right next to levy's commentating booth and you know you're just like smiling the whole time because you can hear yes you can always hear levy i got to experience that during stop (laughs) during my acdc like triple jackpot i had all i just hear i can hear him he's he's on the other end of the basement i can hear him (laughs) he's close to my loudness isn't he no no one is close to your loudness Damn. Bruce is the king. If if you want uh, everyone to have tension, like at, at Pinburg, they wouldn't need the microphone. <laughs> I had a lot of fun at, at Pinburg. Uh, said hi to Bruce. and Oh, yeah, we had a great time. Yeah. I loved it. Loved it. So, Cheetah. Don, yes. we need a Cheetah. Please, yes, guys. Ron needs a Cheetah. No, Bruce needs a Cheetah. No, Ron needs a Cheetah. We found out two weeks ago that Ryan C., is coming to America. With Eddie Murphy? With Eddie Murphy. He's <laughs> going to go to McDowell's <laughs> and get some burgers down in New York City. But he's going to fly in Toronto, and he wants to see Niagara Falls. He's going to go from Niagara Falls to New York City. Hmm. Guess what's on the way there? Two podcasters are on the way. Whoa. You got it. So we are putting out the open invitation to Ryan C., he has a place to stay. You can go to Slam, and then you can go to Tilt, and you can decide whose collection's better. Well, mine, mine's going to be worse than yours. Well, yours is in a bar, right? It'll, mine will, half will be in a bar. Oh, yeah. Fail. Fail. Plus, you got a lot of old games. You know, he doesn't like those. I know, but I'll have some new games there, too. Wait, but he yes. doesn't like old games? Uh, Ryan he, C. He only has one. Yeah. It's like C- Sea Witch. You got Sea Witch. 
Yeah, oh, that's, so that's, a good, that's a pretty good one. Martin's trying to get him into the older games, but you know, I like them in I like them in competition. I I understand why you probably wouldn't you wouldn't need one at home, but in competition they're really fun. You always need one. You need more than one of Stern at home. Definitely. <laughs> you you need lots of old games at home. You need something to kick your ass and bring you you down down a path. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you need stars. You, that. you might be the IPA world champion, but play some stars. Yeah, and, and you you and will get knocked down over and over, and you'll yeah. love it. You'll want you more. <laughs> I'll play anyone on stars. I'll play anyone on Paragon. That's the funny thing when, it, when people come over. Like we we have like league night. Two of our league members have Paragon. Eric and I. And if I'm picking the game, I'm picking Paragon. Man, now and you guys look- are making me want want to get a a solid state like a future spa or something. Oh, you need a future spa too, definitely. Oh yeah. yes, oh yes, you do. Get a stars. It's cheaper and it takes up less room. <laughs> and and you get you get the chimes, but with yeah, the like, but good. with the ease of fixing of an electronic game. So it's like yes. the best of both worlds. You can feel like you have an EM without having to fix an EM. I don't know where I'd find a decent condition stars. All the ones around here are just blown out, like sand, really sandpaper belted hmm. playfields. Like oh, that's sad. Well, yeah. on the bright side, it's the third third highest production game oh that's good made meteor was first flight 2000 and then stars was third so they made like i don't know six thousand they made a lot of them now are you are are you in the unlimited special 50k camp unlimited special zero point camp limited special 50k camp what's your take on that i'm on the you hit it you get a special yes that's That's it it. which which nobody likes man everyone hates you want to keep hitting spinner over and over again Oh yeah, spinner and drop targets. Spinner and drop targets. I don't know. That's I like goodness. I like roving one target big reward. Like I don't know. Hmm. It makes the game unbalanced. It gives it two levels, right? If you need an average score, you rip spinners. But if somebody does the thing, now now you have to do the thing, right? It's like fishtails. If I was going to implement that, it would definitely be the one collect. Okay. Yes. But the unlimited would just be. Damn. I mean, it would be now. I mean, I got no. <laughs> what's what's my four four sixty k? Yeah, yeah. With no extra balls and with no, no you know, bonus. Just, yeah, three ball play. Three ball play. Three ball. Yeah, that was a ridiculous score. I will never do that again. Bruce had the high before that, which was like three thirty. Three thirty nine. Yeah, and I have like four seventy four. That was with wow. all three balls were awesome. That never happens. <laughs> that, on that, that never happens. That's why I say I'll never do that again. <laughs> I couldn't believe that score. That that's never going to be beaten unless I change that that rule. Right. So you can collect a hundred k. Then I could see possibly someone beating it. Yeah. I'm getting a gift tomorrow, guys. I'm getting a gift tomorrow. Ooh. I'm getting a sea witch back glass for Mister uh, Mister Greenwich. Yep. Yep, I ordered it, and he shipped it, and it is, it is in the U.S. from Canada. And this is going to lead into our next topic. When I dropped off Stephanie's game about a month ago, we uh, dropped the game off at Howard's. Howard Levine, uh, right north of Middletown, and he's got a lot of games there at his house. He's got about, what, 30 maybe, Ron? Yeah, he's got, he's got a ton of them. A ton of bowling-themed games. Well, he's got a cool thing. He's got 3D glasses, and so they play games with 3D glasses on. 
And on the older solid state games like Countdown and uh, Sea Witch, even and Sinbad, you can I know. actually and Sinbad too. You can actually look at the back glass. It's like because it's painted, it looks 3D when you're playing it, and even the play field. Yep. So I'm gonna rec- recommend people to go buy some 3D glasses and try playing pinball with the 3D glasses. Tell me what you think. Email me. Hmm. That just sounds like it would give you a headache. Oh yeah, it does. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. But it's still, it's like, whoa, it's in 3D. It's in 3D. I wonder if the hmm, I wonder if the ball goes airborne if it looks like it's going to hit you in the face. That'd be cool. So I should play Star Trek. The amount of air balls in that thing. Or Ghostbusters. Or Ghostbusters. That was yeah. You're right. Ghostbusters. Between the LEDs, I think between the LEDs, the air balls, and 3D glasses, you probably have an immediate seizure and die. <laughs> it would not be a very safe safe endeavor. Nope. That should be in the <laughs> pinball Olympics. You have to play Ghostbusters with 3D glasses on. And no glass. No glass. And put your yeah, you have to put your face down to the play field so you never know what might happen. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Adrian, I, I got an airball. What are you gonna do with that? Yeah, hairball in your face. <laughs> so repairs, Ron. Any repairs this week? I made some adjustments to dialed in. And one beef I have with you, Jersey Jack. Your wire forms for your switches sit up way too high. Yeah, they way get stuck. too high. If they get like bent to one side, the ball would get stuck. And I kept having the oh. ball get stuck in my left in lane. Mm. Yeah, take a take a look, Raymond. You see that like look at a Williams game at the kind of like wire forms they used for the, the switches, the rollovers, and then look what Jersey Jack's using. It's not just them. I think Stern uses something similar. But it's instead- like it's just very very tall. Yeah, it's tall and yes. round. Like it comes mm. what happens if it gets a little off to the side, my ball yeah. it was actually come down and get stuck cuz it was pushing the oh. wire form to the side instead of pushing it down. So all I did oh. was just I just bent the wire form so less of it is up now and totally fixed it. But if you look at like a Williams game, they used like probably a thicker wire form and it was like straight. It, it wasn't curved. Right. It was like straight and it would have a, a, a hard curve, like down. Thick, hard curve. Oh my, oh my God. God. You make everything dirty, Bruce. It didn't get stuck. They were able to pull it out. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard curve that doesn't get stuck. <laughs> and uh, that's the change I made. And I, I did the same thing on the skill shot wire form. That sits up too high also. The ball will sometimes kind of just lean on it and not go, go in. So I'd say my dialed in is now about as dialed in as dialed in as it could be. Yeah, for me, just the uh, the theater on uh, dialed in got that going, and uh, have, I haven't got the parts yet. But this week I'll probably be rebuilding or replacing that flipper, and we'll find out if either I'm just a noob and it was fine and I could have fixed it, or if I needed the new part. Uh, we'll we'll stay tuned on that. Did you have to change the hell out of your magnet setting? Oh, I had to set it to like negative 130 or something. Yeah, same thing here. It's weird. It's that it doesn't come that way. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre. Okay, my repairs this week. Uh, well, first I started packing up games and bringing them over to the bar. So uh, a buddy of mine in Syracuse gave me two games to put at the bar, a, a Swords of Fury. He's like, ah, you don't have to work on the Swords of Fury. It works great. And then, like, another hour later, he goes, oh, wait a sec, I forgot the GI lights in the back box don't work. 
So I'm like, okay, let me go look at that. And I look at the interconnect board, and guess what I have on the interconnect board? Uh, severely burnt connectors? You got it, baby. <laughs> so I took out the interconnect board, put all new headers on it, also put all new connectors on it. And those were the fun ones where they loop between two pins. Oh, yeah, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah, so the wire goes through one connector and loops back to the second connector right next to it. So I had to cut back some wire, refresh, and redo it, but it's all working there. So then I have to... I got his demo man set up tonight downstairs in the basement before I bring it over to bar. It, he's like, oh, the, it doesn't give you a secret jackpot. I'm like, what do you mean it doesn't give you a secret jackpot? He goes, it will not give you a secret jackpot. The top triggers don't work. They do work. Well... The left one works. The left one shows it as left upper trigger working. The right one shows it as shooter lane. Hmm. 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 So I don't know what they did there. I have to dig into that. <laughs> so you're, he's right. You don't ever get a super secret jackpot. So wait a minute. So if you hit the left trigger and the shooter button at the same time, would yeah. you get it? <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> But if I hit the upper buttons, you know, the secret, you know, the top buttons, the the triggers work fine, the finger buttons, but the upper thumb ones, the left someone, one says left, the right one says shooter lane. Someone told me that there's a way to get that secret jackpot without those trigger buttons. Like, I don't remember what it, what the secret was. Is there a buy-in button on that game? The, <laughs> there might be. I think there is. Yeah, I'll have to Google it again. But someone was telling me if those are broken, you can get them a certain way. Or maybe I'm imagining something. Great. Now I'm going to have to play mine to see what happens. <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking right now. Secret jackpot. And I, I did have one more item I forgot about. Oh, no. You, you already used it. Sorry. My dad's going to yell at me. See which is currently not at 100%. What would you do? Oh, I, I, I didn't do anything. I don't play it. It's his game. I told him, what did you do? You broke the game? The upper right flipper chatters. Like you hit it, okay. and it goes like machine guns. You like a slingshot. And what, what's happening is the hold winding has to be bad. Bad. Because it fires fine, and then when it switches to the hold... There is no hold. So it comes back down, and the EOS switch engages again, and it fires it back up, and it just does that like a machine gun. So I need a new coil, which I don't have that particular coil, so I'm going to wait for my next parts order. In the meantime, I just put electrical tape around the switch so it won't fire. Yeah. So it's a it's a three-flipper game now. Excellent. <laughs> Not really. You realize how much you use that when you want to sweep those targets on the, in the oh, center. Yes. yes, I agree. So I have to work on the demo man now, and the diverter's not moving freely, and a couple of switches and that kind of stuff. But other than that, I think I'll get that. The weird thing is, I said, the upper right flipper button, the, the thumb button, show shooter. So I don't know if maybe one of the connectors is screwed up on the CPU, like they put it all. I don't know. Really weird. So we have to work on that. Bar is coming along. I spent my work end, 22 hours there at the work end for this last weekend. Oh, work end instead of weekend. I just got that. I just got that. Okay. Yes. Oh, I thought, uh, yeah, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> yeah, I work my weekends now. I have no weekends anymore. I just work them. I was doing PVC pipe downstairs in the basement. 
I was Kathy found more places to paint. Actually, a couple of people found more places to paint, so we're painting that. I had to put a ceiling fan in the one of the bathrooms. Yeah, are, are the toilets working? The toilets are working for you, butthead. Don't clog them up. <laughs> are they as cool as the ones in the movie where you you wave your hand and they flush? No, no, damn. Power flushes. They are power flushes, though. You know, you hit them to, you know, those ones yep. that like. So they are power flushes. That's a good thing for you. Uh, I do have the cards packed up for our winners. I just haven't sent them out yet because I've been so busy. The critical hit cards. Yes. I will get them out this week. I promise. I only have one more thing on our list. Uh, I got. I wanted to mention this. It's an unfortunate thing. I hate bad news. We mentioned this many podcasts ago. Company called Pinball PCB. Yes. And they made replacement boards for early solid state Williams games. Yes, they did. Specifically, they made they made power boards, display boards, they made the driver board and the CPU board. We mentioned many episodes ago that they stopped doing the driver board and the CPU board. Yes. And they were just doing like power boards now. Well, they've stopped all boards altogether. And they are no more. I thought they actually put on their. their I did you? When was the last time you looked at the website? Uh, this week. Okay, because he actually said on the website a couple days ago that he was taking orders possibly for more in for December builds. What's the name of the website? Pinball PCB. He goes. Here's the thing. At this time, we're no longer taking orders or producing new boards. We do have a few boards available. If anybody's interested in a board, please contact us at the, Elmas, at the email below. Boards include main board, available December 2017. Driver board, available December 2017. Yeah. And then system. It sounds like they're just getting rid of the yeah. stock. And, and the last update was October 10th. Yeah. So if you need one, this is the place to get it. These guys were great boards. Yep. If you are doing custom software... And you, you, because you can't with the, the other replacement boards, they're just using like, I think just, you just pick the game. Yes. They're not using like the ROMs. So that was the advantages of these boards. Hmm. So there you go. Don't like being the bearer of bad news, but. If you get a chance to do it, pinballpcb.com, email them and. Get them before they're all gone. Yes. Cause you will regret it. Okay. Now one last thing, Ron. And what's that? Face off. Face off. You're all going to beat you this time again, too. It's going to be so easy. No, you're not. I can't wait. No, you're not. Oh, the bees. The bees. And, and anyone get that one at all? No. Think Nicholas Cage? The one where the bees are attacking him? And they're like CGI uh-huh. bees? It's really, <laughs> really bad. I guess I'm so. Sorry. Better for that one. <laughs> so, Ron... And I have a challenge. Yes, we have a challenge. Uh, last episode, Jeff from the Pinball Players podcast picked a date of 1989. The first game, batch he picked was Gottlieb. I passed it to my buddy, Ron. That seemed like a, some dirty pool there, because if it was a good one, you would have just taken I it. I would have taken it, of course. But now he gets a choice. Wait a sec. When you get to do the date this time... You're going to be able to pick the date, Raymond, and then you'll be able well, to go no, to... I'll be able to... The manufacturer. Yes. It's it's like the showcase showdown and the price is right. Yes. 
Bruce was the top showcase winner, so he got to pass it off, which everyone always passes it off because the better one's always second. Well, if he was Williams first, I would have never passed it off. That's true. So Ron gets to defend Gottlieb, 1989. Do you have a list of the Gottlieb games from 1989? I'm bringing it up right now, Bruce. Okay. All righty then. They were premier then. Yes, they were. And Hoops was uh, 1991, not 1988. So you oh, were, we were close. It was... it was a street-level game. Okay. It was one of the wonderful street-level games. So I wonder if I get any of those. All right, so Wait, this is what, what I this is what I have to choose from. You ever heard of street level games? No. Back in uh, 90, 91, 92, Gottlieb Premier said, "We're going to make games that have no ramps." Oh. So they're all street level, easy for the operators to fix, cheaper. Hmm. Good idea, but unfortunately, when you're going against Williams, who's putting out. Whirlwind and One House, Whirlwind, Whirlwind Earth. Well, uh, you'll, you'll get to hear some of them right now. Yes, you uh-huh. will. Okay, this is what I get to choose from: Big House, Bone Busters, Hot Shots, Lights, Camera, Action. I got the list pulled up here on IPDB. Yeah, me too, because I have no idea what Hot Shots is. Um, and I played Hot most Shots of the guys. The one you played it. They made yeah. the most of those. You you played it. You played against Steph and me and Zach. No, that was Car Hop. And we also played Hot Shots later on. Really, I don't remember. Wow, that. what is that backlash? It's a it's a carnival. Is that is that is this a real game? Yes, it's, it's a real game. It's a real game. I'm gonna be. It. Come on! Oh, this ain't looking good. Okay, what do you got to choose from, Bruce? Clearly, an inferior list. I got my inferior list here of uh, bad cats. Okay, that sucks. Meow, meow, meow. A little game called Black Knight 2000. Overrated. Earthshaker. Ramp. Elvira and the Party Monsters. Let's boogie. Let's boogie. Bouncing <laughs> around. Oh. And I became perennial winner. Oh. Police Force, which has just hit the ramp over and over and over. Well, that's Batman. Transporter. The rescue. <laughs> okay, so they're not all the greatest games ever. No, they're not. No, 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 no. But so, all right. Who's going first? I will go first since I stuck you with Gottlieb. All right. So who are you picking? Earthshaker. Going right for the home run. Going right for the home run. All right. Sell it to me, man. Why is Earthshaker great? First game ever with a shaker motor, right off the bat. A cool diverter that opens when you're locking balls between California and Nevada. The show Default. Oh, you're at the fault. Excellent designer, Pat Lawler. I think it was his second or third game. Was it? I think it was his second game. Yep, second game. Bonsai Run would be number one. Yep. Uh, the sample games actually had the Earthquake Earthshake Institute actually going up and down, and they still make those kits, which is a really cool kit to get. It was better start the samples. Good shooting game. Not very deep, but great sounds. Great backlash. The backlash and the artwork from John Yossi rocks. Actually, the art wasn't from John Yossi this time. Tim Elliott did the artwork. John, what he did besides that? Oh, he did a lot of turds. But this one he did well. The mirrored backlash on this game rocks. Sounds rock. Game rocks. 
very good. It's the dual. It's one of the two natural disaster games. Well, three now. Yeah, three, but you know, we'll go with this the two original Williams ones. You have a captive ball on the right hand side also. Got a spinner. You got a kick out hole. Two vertical up kickers. I like this game a lot. I own one. Actually, I sold mine to Chris Bucci. And Chris Bucci still has it. I yield the floor. To go against Earthshaker, I will select Bruce Nightingale's favorite, Gottlieb. Lights, camera, action. Oh. Just take a look at this game. Look at the incredible artwork package. Look at the innovative design. Look at the mechanical back glass. Look at the incredible topper. Which is actually part of the head. With with these just blinding... No, it comes sp- off. It okay. comes off. Which, with blinding spotlights. It does. It was ahead of its time when it came to just blinding light. And heat. <laughs> and heat. And oh, heat. yeah, and heat. If you're, if you're standing there, you can feel the thing beating down on you. It's like, wow, this probably is not... The safest the thing in the thing world. In the world. <laughs> no. But golly, didn't care. They were about coolness and features, and that's a cool feature. And it has the cool rotating thing in the upper left that has like. Upper play field. Yeah, it has like three. It's not an upper play field, but it's. Is like, it it's, like it's, uh, the Gilligan's Island thing? No, not like that turn. It actually rotates. It rotates. Not Don't, don't think of spinning around. Think of rotate like the, the other way. It rotates like it, imagine the play field spins from flips over one hundred eighty degrees instead of horizontally. However, you want to say that. Oh, okay. Just pretend like if the Gilligan's Island thing was was tilted up and spun around that way, and it has like was it three different, it's two or three different shots? I don't know. It's got multiple shots on that side. Very innovative feature. It's just cool sounds, cool lighting. Great artwork. It's probably it is probably one of Gottlieb's best games they they did. I mean they they and it's System Three, so it's very reliable except for the ground. But other than that, it's very reliable. And man, and I'm I'm looking at the artwork. The artwork is very very good, and it's very busy artwork. Just lots of stuff to do. Drop targets. Reliable Gottlieb drop targets that will not brick on you ever. Williamson either. Just a top-notch game has a display in the center, a digital display with a numbers number display. Very fun, excellent game. Definitely one of Gottlieb's best. I yield the floor. This is a tough one because of all the Williams games, I Earthshaker is just. It never really did a whole lot for me just because it's, you know, there's Whirlwind that's better and you shoot the ramp all day in com- competitions. But I understand the history behind it and how it's, you know, the first good Lawler game that, you know, kind of set the stage. But, uh, oh, man, I'm looking at Lights, Camera, Action. It's got, like, a lot of things Earthshaker has. It has, like, a million shot from an upper flipper, it looks like. Good luck on hitting that one. I've owned two, and it's harder than hell. Because <laughs> you have to loop it in. You actually have to loop it in that shot. Wow. Yeah, so. Yeah. What a great shot. Great shot. Great idea. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> I own two, so don't. I'll be the first to admit it. 
Oh man, I don't know. I uh, Are we ever first draw? I think I have to give this one to Delight's camera action. Wow, with an upset. Uh, Beaten by his own favorite Gottlieb. I love it. It just, yeah. it, it just looks cool. It does, does okay, it? Ron. Except the All artwork right. on the, the woman. She looks yeah. like it looks like her it head like... isn't really attached to the it's weird. Looks like she was like doing steroids or something. Very very weird artwork there. Okay, now your turn again, Ron. Oh man, that was an unexpected victory. Oh. <laughs> oh, let's get back to the master list because I don't have much left, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll take this one. Big House. Played this at uh just played this recently. Uh an expo. Yeah, that's right. I played this in the um Expo Brawl uh pin golf tournament. It's actually it's I, I think it's a fun game. It's got a really cool little corkscrew feature where when you lock a ball it has an actual corkscrew that spins and the ball will rise up. And you lock balls and then you hit the shot to start multi-ball and it's like a prison break and like the spotlight will come on and it actually moves back and forth like you're escaping that's like the whole game it's it's a very simple game but i I found it very very tolerable for gottlieb it has some bizarre backlash artwork like the prisoners or dogs i don't know why does it have outlines i can't tell it's got regular outlines. Okay, it's the, the plastic, like plastic. It, yeah, the plastic extends over it. Yeah, it's just it's it's more fun than I thought it would be. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and the playfield, <laughs> the playfield artwork was good. The cabinet artwork, I'll admit, is not very. It's kind of plain, and I don't get the dog thing. I yield the floor. So now I'm going to go to the judges. Warmth and personality in this game. This game is going to show the goodness of Williams mousing around. Yeah, oh no, I knew it. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A IFPA benchmark game for any division. You get the pop-up cheese mo- pop-ups on the side. Great sounds. Hard shots, actually. Really hard shots. You got to spill your cheese. You got to spell, you know, artwork is great. Upper play field, that big long ramp with the, the swoosh and the million sh- million letters in the back for that back box area. Forget the, the cheese hole. I, I like what Papa does with disabling the ramp, but the ramp is actually fun if you if you have it at the home level. Great game. The way the ball comes out of the back, you know, goes when you go up the upper ramp, the ball goes all the way back behind the back box and comes slithering down the right-hand side. Great valley flippers with the uh, ribs. A little extra, so it's harder to drain on this game. By the way, Bruce, how does the ball go through the back box? Does it actually well, break through the play field? It, it goes through the uh, back behind the, the play field. What would you call the that? House hole. Yeah, what is that called? Hole, the, I mean, the backboard? There's a there's yeah, a term backboard. for it. Is that it? Backboard. Yeah. Backboard. Yes. All right. Well, uh, this one is a uh, is a easy easier one to choose. It is. <laughs> it is. I, I just I don't even see Big House being in the same era. Like it's like in a different generation or something yeah. when I compare those two games. 
I, I go with bouncing around. I love that game. I blew it up in um, a circuit finals one year, so it kind of has that special place in my heart. As a yeah, it's just really fun and it has good music and it's a really good tournament game and a good game just to play for fun. So sorry, Ron. Okay. I agree. Woohoo! The only thing mouse around is missing. Here would be a good code enhancement. Multi ball restart. Yes. <laughs> Give me a it restart be. because oh, you come on, you got it's a three ball multi ball though, so you have to blow two balls, right? Still. <laughs> still. Especially yeah, in, the guy in, who did, in, in later, when you, when you spell cheese and you go through all that and you lock the two balls and you get the three yeah. balls and play, if you drain out, guess what? You get to spell it all over again. Yeah, that's true. You get nothing. You get yeah, totally – You get nothing. Yeah. The only thing it gives you is if you actually lock two balls to activate the jackpot, right. you can drain out into one ball and it will keep – the timer will keep counting down. So at least you have a chance at hitting the jackpot. But I always like the Lawler – or the Lawler slash Larry DeMar technique where you get a multi-ball. If you drain out, you get a restart, but the restart's like a two-ball. Right. That's the way they always did it. They have, like, when a bonsai run, it's restart, a right. whirlwind. multi-ball or a uh, hidden hallway multi-ball. Yeah, yeah, and a whirlwind, it's seller multi-ball. Is it called yeah. the restart? In um, Adam's Family, it's thing multi-ball. I think they should have done that. They could put that little tweak in there. And it's hard to believe this is the same guy that did Fathom. Yep. But he also did Gilligan's Island. And BMX. <laughs> Gilligan's Island was his last game. He really went out on a bad note. He, 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 I mean, they were pushing him out the door when he was freaking getting fired. Fathom. BMX is a good game. Mousing around is awesome. And then and then Gilligan's Island. Oh. Okay, so what do you what do you got for number three, Bruce? Now, do I go with the greatest sound game in the world? Please, because it's a shallow player. I'd love, I'd love go for that. Nope, I'm going for Elvira and the Party Monsters. Okay. De- Dennis Norman's actually one of Dennis Norman's better games. I like this game a lot. I've owned it for about eight years. Really fun game. Good comedy. Good sounds. Good player, actually. You got two nice ramps. You got a, you know, the the right, uh, sorry, left orbit, the right lock for the pieces. The boogeyman are still in it. The original version of it. You get the coffin in the middle, and a nice center shot for the uh, boogeyman to pop up and everything, and the barbecue. Good comedy throughout the whole back glass. A lot of innuendos with, you know, comedy, and it. Just think about it. This game. Made the second game even better with Elvira, from Elvira to uh, Scared Stiff. So without a great game like this, you would have never got Elvira. Scared Stiff, you mean? Uh, sorry, Scared Stiff. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you for. And she's got beautiful, beautiful. Uh, she's very uh, pretty Wait, in the back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Same with being PC. Very PC. And you get all the designers too. You get Jim Patella or Patat. Pat, what do you, how do you say it? Patla. Patla. You get Steve Ritchie in the back glass also. He's on there? Where? Yes, and so he's the werewolf. No, he's not. That's Dennis Nordman. I thought Dennis Nordman was the the muscle guy in the background, the ghouls. No. Dennis Nordman is the werewolf. Trust me, it looks like him. If you've ever seen Dennis Nordman, he's also Bigfoot in Whitewater. Okay, so sorry, I'm reading it right now. Greg Farrow says it. Wolfman... Is Dennis Norman? Dracula is 
Yeah, Patla. Also, Tim Elliott is the Frankenstein pizza delivery guy. So that's kind of cool. Great game. Actually, it's becoming more popular in tournaments, too, I've seen also. Fun game. I yield the floor. I select another System 3 classic, Bone Busters. Just look, if you talk about comedy, you talk about goofiness. Look, look at the artwork on this. Very busy artwork. You got a cool-looking skull in the middle. You got, like, a, a car on the left side. You got three flippers, cool drop targets, two spinners. Two spinners. You got a, a fourth flipper that you got to hit it up in a certain location to get it, and it hits it through the habit trail. Nice, fun shots. Very unique layout. No, no run-in-the-mill layouts here. It's very unique. Great scoring, too. Great scoring, as Bruce says. I'm glad he agrees. <laughs> not, um, not. Great scoring, as Bruce says. Great Gottlieb rules that we all love. Oh, we all hate. Great mystery awards <laughs> and stuff. It's just the stuff that makes tournament players so happy. Yeah. Great translate. It's got skeletons on it. It's got, I mean, the speakers are up on the top, pointed right at you for the optimal sound effect. Gottlieb at its very system three best. I yield the floor. Who, um, well, I definitely like Scared Stiff more than the Party Monsters, but the Party Monsters actually has, like, shots that you can hit, and, like, I don't know, it feels like a normal pinball machine. This one, I think, you're saying a very unique and innovative layout. I just see it just, like, reminds me of, like, was it Strange Science? Like, that sort of Mm -hmm. feel, where it's just like, what the hell is going on, and what what am I supposed to do? If it secretly had like really good gameplay, maybe I would like it, but I don't think I've ever heard anyone say anything good about it. So I don't, I don't really know. I haven't played it much. It doesn't. You've only had heard one person talk about it. And that's me. And I just yeah. said it plays great. No, no, it does not play great. Sorry. <laughs> oh man. I, I'm a little bitter because Elvira did, was not nice to me at the uh, Vancouver sh- tournament. Make her pay. Um, but I, Ah oh, man, I think I think Party Monsters is the better game. I go. With <sighs> Williams pulls it out, being down one nothing, comes back and crushes it. Yep, yep. It was like a heads up challenge. It was down one, <laughs> and then won the next two. Damn it! <laughs> so Raymond, can you go to random.org? Okay. Yeah, new rules. Just do from like to ninety six. Okay, well. Because once you get to a certain era, there are no other manufacturers. I know. We'll go 98. Yeah, you could go to 98 because you might get some Segas in there. Yeah. So uh, you want to put from, uh, if you go to random.org, make a list from 74 to 98. Okay. Ooh, 97. 97. So let's see what's available. Oh, God, I probably got like... Just Williams, right? No, Sega? Yeah, Sega, Sega and Williams. Yep, and Capcom's gone at that point. So Capcom's gone. All right. So now does Ron, does Ron get like Baywatch? He gets that sort of. He thing? gets fir- well. He gets first pick. So whatever he can, he's he's gonna push off. I guarantee. So Ron, you, you go get two Williams or Sega. So I got to figure out. Let's see. Um, that was like junkyard, though, wasn't it? Or no, Circus Voltaire, Medieval Madness. 
NBA fast break and Noga Gophers. Hmm. Huh. That seems like something I'd want to pick over whatever <laughs> Sega did. <laughs> over random games. Yeah. yeah. If, for me, if it was me, it will be Star Wars Trilogy, Starship Troopers. Okay. The Lost World, ugh, and X-Files. Ugh. Well, I'm picking Williams. You're picking Williams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great game. Depends on how, how you guys match up your games, you know. Are you exactly. Gonna use yeah. There is strategy to this. And yeah, yes, also you need to be. know the judge, because I'm sure some judges love Medieval Madness, and I'm sure some would just was like, eh. And Raymond, with your third visit here to uh, the Slam Tail Podcast... You are now the second highest guest return. Oh, you, you've been here three times now. You're only behind Tim Balls. He's a, he's been four. No, he's eight. Eight. <laughs> he's eight. been on eight times. Damn. Eight times. But Raymond's oh, now. You should, you've you, be, you now be. beat. You've now beaten Steve Bowden. Okay. Jeff Teolis. What's his name? Uh, our code guy. Scott Charles. Scott. Scott. Jesus. Speaking of Scott it. Charles, <laughs> we did have one email. Yes, we did. And it was from Scott. Uh, speaking about Dragon Fist, because he has one, said, you can roll the spinner, because there's two digits, and the, the amount of spins display said he got 126 or so once. I don't believe it. And, of course, Scott being Scott, Joker Poker has chimes, you fools. Yes, because I think I mentioned like Gottlieb System One sounds. It's like it has chimes, you idiot. That's a Solar Ride sound there. Oh, Solar Ride! Don't mention that game. I had to play that paper. God, you can replace the plastic spinners, Bruce. Black Hole Metal One works well. Phoenix is a better game. World Cup is better because you can use the parts in other better Williams games. <laughs> That's it. Both those games are horrible. And um, I was going to bring something up, but his last part of this email, remember last week we had a, e- a mail email asking us about the uh, firepower code. Yes. And I said how I, I usually always play four games, a four-player game, to see if I can get it to crash. And I haven't been able to as yet. So, of course, guess what happened this weekend? You got the lockup. Yep, I played a four-player game. And as it was counting down the bonus of, like, player three, and I think it was in ball three, as it's counting down the bonus, it just stops. Dead. All the lights stop dead. And that's Every- what happened to Steve. Yeah, everything stopped dead. The only thing that worked were the flippers. Huh. So I, I took footage of it. I was going to send it to, to Scott to show it the state, like, all the balls and where they were locked and all that stuff. But... His very last part of his email says that there's new, new code for Firepower. It's now in native System 7, almost ready to send it to you for beating on. So I will hold off and wait for the new code. There you go. We'll see how that goes. Last episode, we talked about no one likes Viper. You, you named a title very well, Ron. <laughs> Jim from the Sanctum came back to us. <laughs> yes. He said, glad I can piss everyone off so much by having a game at having that game at the Sanctum. So much so you'll even dedicate an episode name to it. I think you've cemented my decision to never sell this game or take it out of the Sanctum. With a smiley face after. I agree. It is an ultra-rare game. 
It is. It is, but it's a turd. An ultra and, uh, rare turd? An ultra, ultra rare turd. Rare turd. Let's put it this way. Have you ever played it, Raymond? Oh, no, I've never even heard of it. And for, oh, it's exactly. Bad. And for those at home, Raymond is in the Northwest, which is the largest pinball, pinball community in the universe. And he has <laughs> not seen a Viper. It's pretty bad. It's it's bad. If you ever do the 24 hours at the Sanctum. You get to play it. Yep. Just imagine a game where it has this one kind of cool feature that's overused. Think think of the crane thing, not the bunghole crane, but the crane thing, oh, or, or, or the helicopter thing in um, Rescue 911. Yep. It's like the first time you see it, like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then you realize every time you hit the shot, it does the same thing. And it's like, okay, okay, enough. That's what t- is that upper flipper, upper left flipper for? It just shoots into a post. Oh, and Viper? Yeah. It, uh, what is the, it's to hit, you want to hit X's. Is that mm-hmm. the thing, the multiplier thingies? Yes, the X's, the multiplier yeah. X's. You want to plunge the center cool. lane up top and get it to go into the turret. The turret, you can rotate either way. It has multiple buttons on the side, and you can make it go in reverse. Yes, Haven't helped okay. if the motor ever goes on that, because you're not getting that the anymore. The X's don't point to anything, though. They just point to rubber posts. They're, no, they no, point they're to for stand-ups. Targets or holes that go through. Oh. And if you hit them, they're, they're, they're your multiplier. There is a multiball, right? Yes. Yeah, there's a multiball. What and happens you, if it gets in the turret during multiball? You fire it. You fire oh. it. The, as soon as, whenever ball enters the turret, it will immediately start turning. How do yes. you how do you get the ball in the turret? You just throw it up top and yeah, throw it, it up top. If it goes, it goes up, through the, uh, it gets up there. Yeah. the center, I think it's just center lane. Top, better back yeah. up top. Yep. It has possibly one of the greatest backlasses ever. It does. Where it's just full, all out, topless nudity, but it's metal, so it's so acceptable. It's okay. As as the silver ball proved, you can have nudity as long as it's metal. Then it's not nudity. But as cool as the back glass is, the playfield art is quite pedestrian. In the cabin, it's terrible because it's just it's uh, when Stern was saving money. There's no custom artwork. It just says Stern on the side. Yeah. So. Kind of like Bally Midway did back in the, the mid '80s when they were the cutting beat the costs. clock era. Yep. Yes. Yep. Strange Science era. We're just the funny Bally thing Midway. is. It, the funny thing is, if you have a German import that gets shipped out, it doesn't say Bally Williams on it or Bally Midway. It says Bally and then the German company. Oomph. Like the W H U M P A. Yeah. Oomph. 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 Yeah. Oomph. Okay. So that actually is a different cabinet. So they put money into that instead of making real artwork. Killing me. Hey, Heavy Metal Meltdown is real artwork, though. Heavy Metal Metal Meltdown. Meltdown. I was so disappointed at Expo when that was broken. (laughs) These things happen. So disappointed. I love that game. It's so stupidly simple. You just hit the same damn ramp over and over, but... Come on, you can hit the buttons on the side and get the guy to say, heavy, heavy, metal, metal. Heavy. Wait, the flippers say heavy or metal when you hit the flipper When you button? hit them, yeah, and you're, you're this guy, I think, doesn't it have like four buttons? Yes. Like two where to move the lanes? If you hit the lane buttons, it'll say like one, heavy, heavy, metal, metal. So you can do heavy, metal, heavy, heavy, metal, metal, metal. Bad. Wow. Love it. Yes. What a great game. It's bad. It's so bad, it's awesome. Papa never sell that. Never sell that game. But sell me che- Cheetah. Sell us the Cheetah, please. Sell me the Cheetah. No, me. No, me. <laughs> I'll trade you. My, oh. you need 
They you, need. They need a stargazer, so you should trade them your stargazer. No, they need. They need my skiing game. Oh, they need. Oh, that, you're right. See. They got all the other. Do they have a space invaders? Does anyone remember if they have space invaders? It's Papa. I don't know if they do. Oh, they do. What I'm am just... I saying? I beat Keith Elwin on it. How would I forget that? I beat the one. Wow. Eight. Dang. Yeah, Space Invaders. And then and then Bruce beat him on Nine Ball. Yes. And then I think we got slaughtered on what was it, Attack from Mars? Yeah, we yes. we kind of got slaughtered. I think we we pissed him off. But yeah. but that was <laughs> I love that, it when you when you poke the bear. And... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We did poke the well, bear. Well, that's that's when they were making the games too hard. That that little stage they had a pop over. They were doing ridiculous physical things with some of the games. Like, the alleged Wheel of Fortune with no center post. I don't know if that was ever an actual thing, but I had heard heard stuff like that. Nine ball. No outlane posts. No center, no post. center post. Yep. Keith Elwin was saying that that was ridiculous. Stars was like that, too. Yep. Yeah. Oh, stars without a center post. Yes. Yeah. That's stupid. I put up the high score on it that year, not knowing what the hell I was doing. <laughs> Why would you ever? The game is, is designed brutal. for the center post because of the ridiculous gap. Just, ah. Uh, do not bastardize games like that. All right. Anything else you want to talk about, Raymond? Any upcoming tournaments? Any upcoming? I got the uh, Shorties Annual next uh, next Sunday at the uh, in Seattle. I probably will be missing that one, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. But Ron <laughs> yeah, will not be missing the... Uh... The Rock Fantasy Fall. Yes, I will. You're really missing it? I'll be in Florida. Oh. I'm upset. They need to reschedule that immediately. I'll be at Free Play Florida, which is the same same week as IAPA, which is where Guardians of the Galaxy is probably going to be. Maybe they'll grab one and bring it over. Well, last time that happened, one, well, I can't remember which game it was. It might have been Star Trek. Yeah, I think it was. And it just happened to show up at Free Play Florida after IAPA was over, because IAPA mm-hmm. was during the week. So I'm hoping maybe <laughs> a Guardians of the Galaxy will appear. <laughs> that would be very nice. So you got shorties coming up. What else do you have, Raymond? The uh, Seattle Pinball League finals are in December, where we do the the crazy. Uh, it's like the Papa Circuit finals, where you're seated from your finals performance or from your league events throughout the year. And they're uh, four-player groups, but instead of at Papa Circuit, the lowest person you know gets eliminated. We thought one game was not really fair because it's like if you have a bad game and you're out yeah, after sure. working all year. Um, so what we do is you do a four-player game, and the uh, winner gets immunity, and then the other three people play a game, and the winner of that gets immunity, and then then two people play, and then whoever wins that is safe, and the person who basically never won any of those games is out. That's and then good. you go to the next round. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. It takes from like 10 a.m. to like 10 p.m., but it's uh, it's the only way to really give give people their, their shot and still respect the seating of the league. Oh, I like that. And after you win, where are you putting the trophy? <laughs> well, it's at my desk at work right now, so <laughs> probably probably still there. But uh, Nice. We'll <laughs> after that is uh, City Champ, or maybe City Champ's before that. I don't actually... Remember, I think City Champ is after San Francisco. I have to see if I can defend my title. And uh, yeah, that's it for the year. That's at the what is it called? Free Gold Watch. 
Pre-called watch, yeah. I got that right? Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm fourth on the on the wait list, guys. No way. Really? You're still I fourth? fourth on, still fourth. I got four people in front of me. Okay. You'll probably make that. I don't know. One's Eric Stone. Wait a minute. If you're fourth, then you have three people in front of you. Well, no. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Drew, Eric, and then Monica, and then me. So, yeah. Bummer. Yeah, I hope I can make it. If not, I'll be working at the bar again. If not, well, well let's take some people out. Yeah. Just crack break some legs. Crack some heads. <laughs> Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. So, uh, I don't really have anything. I, I looked at the blackout dates again for next year. Uh-oh. And I will probably be missing at least Friday of Allentown. Ooh. Might be able to get there Saturday to keep my streak alive. And if everything holds, I will be missing Pinburg. Oh, God, I hope not. Well. No. That's That'd the be way your first one you ever missed. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That would suck, but need a job and all. Texas should be a go then. I, I For some reason, I thought there was some blackout in the March area. There is not. And did you see, Bruce, the It Never Drains in Southern California? No. It's not just a tournament. It's actually, it's it's a show. Oh, that's cool. Like the whole... Where's it going to be? No. Is it going to be at the... Yeah. In Banner. Okay, oh, Arcade, is it Arcade Expo is it's happening not, at the same time again? No. That's what confused me. Arcade, Arcade Expo is happening the exact same weekend as Texas. Texas. Yes. But if you if you look, not a good idea. Yeah, it never drains in Southern California. It says like tournament and festival or something now, and it says right on there all 500 games available for free play. Oh wow! Yeah, well, they probably make no promises on you know how many are working out of the 500. But... Well, yeah, yeah, but still, <laughs> that's that's cool. Just yeah, for because I, like I know I'm not going to be able to make. Yeah, because I'm going to Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, going, I'm going to Texas, too. That's probably yeah. the only one I'm going to go to. Be at, uh, I'll be at Indisc. Um, maybe Texas. I haven't been there. Got to go there. Got to go there. It's fun, fun, go fun. There. And the tournament is its the limited entry deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every year I do the same thing. I'm like, I'll have two, maybe two entries left, and I have a chance if I just have a, a good game on one of them, I'm in. And I fail both years. I oh, so, fail. Unfortunately, yep. And both times, like, one was playing Star Trek. It's like, really? I can't play Star Trek? That's, you know, I own one. It was... That game can go wrong. Wait, which Star Trek? The new one. The stern one. Uh, oh, well. But, yeah. That's, uh... Texas, come down. Texas. Play some high-end quality collector games. Hopefully, they'll have the stern row play old stern games that are awesome. Yes. Like Dragon awesome, Fist, awesome. Stargazer, and Quicksilver. Gamatron. Or, or, yeah, Bruce's thing for Gamatron. Yes. Loves Gamatron. I Just do. think I of uh, Flight 2000 in a conventional size. That's, that's Gamatron. Huh. That's, that actually sounds fun because the only thing I don't like about Flight 2000 is the fact that it's so damn wide. And the fact that a good portion of the playfield is not playable. It's just used to yes. show you cool kickers and bounce the ball around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which early in my pinball career I liked because I thought that was the coolest thing, and then later I found like Big Game and Cheetah and realized there are better wide bodies out there. Mm-hmm. Especially Cheetah. Okay, enough about Cheetah. Cheetah. All right, time to pay the bills. www.pinballlifter.com. Check out my website for lifting your pinball machines cheap, tilting them cheap, 
Helping them te- cheap. Use your brain, not Help your back. <laughs> a cheap, cheap, cheap. I didn't get it either. He's in his own dimension. I am. Also, come check out my Facebook page for Pinball Lifter. And also check out our Facebook page for the, the Silver Ball Saloon. And also check out our website, thesilverballsaloon.com. The opening date is? I don't know. We're still dealing with the liquor li- We still haven't got our liquor license, so that's the first thing that's worrying Wait a minute. Me. I thought you said you already got we one got on the, the previous temporary. podcast. We got the temporary. We got the temporary oh. one. All right. We need. I want the full-time one because then I can actually – when you get a temporary liquor license in the state of New York, you have to pay cash your liquor. If you have a permanent liquor license, you can actually go on credit for your liquor. Buying a bar and starting a bar from scratch – you know how much liquor you have to buy? It's an ouchie. So that's the thing. I'm putting games in. Games are putting going inside the building. I got two already in there. I got to get ten more in. And then the bowl bowler. And then a Ron's Galaga. Yay. Right? Right. Did you fix it yet? Did it even lock up on you? It never locked up on me yet, but I, I'm going to adjust the power supply. Mike Pupo. Flipper Fidelity. Best uh, sound system for your pinball machines. Also, you can buy uh, new inbox sterns and new inbox stern accessories. Pinball Star, Joe Newhart. He sells everything else. He sells JJP, American Pinball, Spooky, and Chicago Gaming. Everyone that uh, we like all of our, pin- our pinball podcasts from. All our other pinball con- podcasts like this flipping podcast and the pinball players podcast and pinball profile and bro do you even head to head pinball bro do you even talk pinball talk pinball coast to coast pinball Canadian pinball podcast we also have our own Tim Sexton Timballs look for his yes. Twitch channel Timballs Steve Bowden Steve Bowden, Steve Bowden. fun with bonus and hi Zach. Hi, Zach. <laughs> He's got to come over this week, and we're going to play with that demo man, I think, on Thursday or Friday. <laughs> well, don't forget, that's why we go into Rocky, because... No, Adrian! No. No, man. Have you ever seen Rocky, Raymond? No, oh, actually. No. Oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I feel so old. I've seen Rocky <laughs> 10, though. Uh... <laughs> I feel so old. You oh, are. Oh, my God. You are. I am old. So thanks again, Raymond. Raymond, yeah, congratulations no problem, on your win. Thank you for coming on. You're, as I said, you're always welcome. That's the good thing about the past or any guest. If anyone wants to be a guest on the show, email us. Message us. Say, hey, I want to be on. We'll take you. Raymond messaged me Friday and boom, and look, on, no problem. Boom, like <laughs> that. Don't tell him about the part where we said he'd only be on if he won. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. And I'm sure we'll have Raymond on when he wins his next, whatever next major he wins. Yes. He'll be defending his title in San Francisco for that one. He'll come on after that. I guarantee. All right. That's true. You're going to get to the point where you're going to be in defending title mode. Yeah. You'll feel obligated to play certain events because you won it before. Yeah. I, so, I have uh, to uh, in Canada. It's pretty far away, but. Yeah, it's by us. It's only three hours from us. Oh, wow. Actually, three hours for me. It's probably six for Ron. But yeah, three hours for me. Where is this? IFPA 15 at uh, Becker's house. Oh, okay. You mean the the building? Yes. 
<laughs> the building. <laughs> the building constructed just to house a tournament. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty <Build> much. <laughs> he oh. built that thing just to house all those games. And he will Crazy have a Stargazer game. there. We're petering out here again. I got to yeah. get to uh, Monday Night Pinball League, so I'll, okay. I'll talk to you later. Okay, thank you, Raymond. See you later, Raymond. All right, see you guys. See ya. And say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, David Taylor.